Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello? Hey, Crackman. How you doing? Good. How you doing, sir? Uh, all right. You doing all right? Well, that's good to hear. A little yeah, cold Rich. or whatever. Hey, Joe. How are you? Oh, I'm here myself. Hang on a second. This is Rich from A1 to help you. Sure. Could I do this? Could I give you, take your number and call you back in about a half hour or so? Okay, what's... Yeah? Two, seven, five, one. I'll give you a call back shortly. Thank you. Yeah, I'm in the, in the office by myself here. Um, yeah, how Why you boys that? doing? Why are you all by yourself? Where's Sarah? Adam. Adam's in Connecticut doing a job. Ooh, okay. This guy's job, too. He's probably staying overnight there. Wow. Sarah snuck wow. out to do CrossFit. Her. Good for her. That leaves the crack man to answering the phones. Yep. So, I think what we should do today is, you know, I've gotten quite a few calls from people that have discovered new cracks in their foundation. Question is why? Why have why uh why do I have new cracks in my foundation? Something like that? Yeah, on my foundation wall, yeah. How about why am uh, I noticing new cracks? Why am I noticing new cracks in my foundation walls after all these years? Whatever. Right. New cracks in my foundation walls. For all these years. Hey, Rich. Yeah. You, uh, are you really, I mean, I understand you're the expert on the basement and, and foundations and bulkheads and sub pumps and all that stuff. What about the rest of the stuff people come across as homeowners? I mean, do you, are you one of those fix-it-yourself type guys? Me? Yeah. I'll tell like, you. Like I a handyman? Like a handyman? Yeah, handy. yeah. No. No. Um, no. Just grab that. Is Rich from A1 to help you? 
The reason I was asking Darren to be was he might be able to start expanding um, his podcast, widening his know, audience. I, I, I cut my yeah. teeth by, by owning apartment buildings. Yep. So I was forced. I wasn't brought up in the trades or anything, and I'm not gifted with my hands. But by um, owning apartment buildings, you know, what I'd do is I'd open up a book and talk to somebody, and then I would do it. Yes, in other words, you've learned a lot. That, the only reason I was asking is because I didn't know if there was an interest or if it made sense to start to expand your podcast a little more to appeal to even more people so that, you know, if they're facing one problem in their home, they're interested, they, they hear your name, they know what you do, but, you know, they, they're also thankful for your tips, this and that, then all of a sudden they have a basement problem, now they, now they remember they should be dealing with you. In other words, if you talk about other problems in a house that are outside your actual business, but that you understand how to solve, then you start to expand your reach as far as interest levels of people, right? Right. What do you think of that, Darren? Um, yeah, as long as it relates back to the business, you know, um, I, I do like the idea of expanding the. Uh, well, it to the business for residential. It relates back to the business straightforward because he's, you know, he's a residential. He's he takes care of basements and and and, and uh, concrete and foundations and bulkheads and sump pumps and all that other stuff. He gets calls on. But, you know, if he can start to expand it gradually out, um, it relates to the business that he's like, uh, you know, he's a re residential service right now, right? He's doing basement repair or, or waterproofing, things like that. My, my point is, if someone is Googling, say, like, uh, you know, I don't know, let me try to think of something offhand. Roof What's that? Yeah, like a roof lake or something like that. Or something that's related to a home problem, and they find his podcast, and then they look at his page, and they realize, oh. you know what I'm trying to say, Dan? They realize, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah, I do. So people might be searching for something else right now, but then in the near future, or some point, or they realize, hey, I got a foundation problem too. By the way, this guy's the expert on that. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, as long okay, as he can me, speak to it as an expert, you know. Yeah, um, let me do this. Let me take your number. I'm just on the road, and I'll call you back. Yeah, talk to Rich. I, I got to be right back. Give me one minute. Yeah. Hey, Rich, so the way I was thinking was, uh, you know, someone Google something regarding something I'll that, you, uh, you know. Today. Thanks. Talking to me, you're talking to the guy. Uh, but if you do that, Joe, don't you become a master of nothing? Well, that's what I'm trying to say. It's not like you're you're not speaking from an expert voice, but you can you can say like things that you've run into personally. So you're expanding like, hey, here's what I did when I, you know, when I had like uh, I'm trying to think something that would be closely related. You know, something like, hey, yeah, I you know I was I was finishing a ba basement. And, uh, you know, I had a I had a dampness issue, and here's what I did for, you know, solving that problem. By the way, uh, the person that was, again, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm spitballing right now because I'm trying to think through this out loud. I'm thinking if someone was to Google some other home repair type service, and, and your podcast could show up in it, 
they would click on the link, listen to you, but then they would be brought to your 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 podcast page, and you would, they would see that you're an expert in in crack. So if a need ever, they would know who to call. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but the, I understand that, but wouldn't we better be better off? Or for, for crawler-wise, to have more towards basement? Yeah, well, well uh, all, all I'm trying to say is expand your reach. I'm not saying I'm not saying stop doing the podcast and, and the blog post and everything else. I'm just saying every now and then put another semi-related topic from a homeowner standpoint in. It might not be a oh, bad okay. thing just to expand yeah. your reach. That's that's all I'm trying to say. I'm thinking long term. I'm not thinking something like, hey, let's go out and start writing a bunch of blog posts on roof repair. I'm just talking about over time, since, we, since we're building out the site and the site just keeps getting bigger and bigger, why not, why not start to build your persona? In other words, you know, things that you've experienced, things that you've figured out, things that you, people that you called for this or whatever, as part of, as an addition to what we're doing. Not not like, hey, let's stop talking about basement waterproofing or concrete repair. Not, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying if you increase your persona so more and more people know you outside of your expertise, but they find out about you, when they have a need that's in your expertise, they're going to know who to call already and not have to research it. You know what I mean? Yep. That's all I was thinking. Yeah, you can do it. You can do something. I just, I just thought that, you know, because your site's getting so large, you get so much traction, this and that, and you have that personality. Like, even when you just answer that question, you know, I had to, I had to, you know, I, had to, I was forced to learn things. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a really good, like, character trait that people would really relate to, that, you know, you're not one of those guys that, you're not, you don't pretend to be an expert and everything, but at the same time, you learn a ton and you've learned all these things over the year, including what to do and what not to do. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? So why not keep getting that persona more and more reach? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think no, the things that you're doing, I think the things you're doing, like with realtors and pest control and this and that, because there's a relationship. Hey, you know, you guys do this type of work, and you can run in and see these problems. I want to have, I want you to have them call me. That makes total sense. Um, but I think, again, I think your personality is bigger than you give yourself credit for. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, and maybe you can cash in on that. That's all. Well, we'll have to try to cash in on this stuff. Yeah, we could do dryer vents and all that. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, simple stuff. The dryer vent stuff. You actually didn't. Weren't you in a business like that one time? Yeah. And you have a, you had other franchises in the past, right? Yeah, I had a franchise of dryer vent. Yeah, there you go. I mean, to me, that's those things. Usually, it's usually one that goes out in the basement, right? I mean, I have one in the basement anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I but first... your 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 topic could be something like, you know, how does how does a faulty roof uh, lead to basement water problems, or how does a uh, how does a dryer vent, how can a dryer vent lead to basement water issues, or you know things things like that? So you can you can talk about the yeah. correlation between those things, right? Yep. Yeah, but doesn't that, I wasn't necessarily trying to limit it to that correlation though. I was trying to go bigger than that. Yeah. And if he's got so much, you know, let me think about it more. I'm sure I don't think I'm getting across what I'm thinking. I just want to make sure that he's able to talk to it as an expert, and you know, if, exactly. I, I understand. That's the thing. 
that's the thing. He doesn't have to be the expert here. It's more about stuff that he's learned, whether it's, you know, who, what type of person to call for this type of thing or whatever. I mean, he's had a lot of experience learning things, and he's a student, right? So why not take advantage of that so that people, so his, his credibility in the track stuff will go even higher, but his reach outside of... They do have a crack problem. You understand? Yeah. And the uh, people that write books on experts on they're writing about, they're researching it, they're talking about life experiences, etc. I mean, you know. But let's move on to the riches there. Joe, we could use you as a case study with everything that happens to your house. Exactly. I got a shit shit storm over here, but. All right. Um, okay, so uh, topic of today's podcast, why am I noticing new cracks in my foundation walls after all these years? And then, uh, so, so I can go ahead and do that. Okay, let me write a few notes down and then we can get going. Joe, what do you think of Angie's list? Uh, I think Angie's list... Uh... Some people swear by it, but, you know, being a closed service where you have to be a member to access their information. Well, you don't have to be a member anymore. What does that mean, though? They, 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 they can't survive without subscriptions, so there must be, there must be limited information. No, they pork, they pork the um, vendor. They pork the vendor? Yeah. Charge you more, you mean? Yeah, they charge the vendor more. You don't have to be a member of it anymore. Yeah, Angie's List. They bought, they, they bought Home Advisor. Yeah, I think people that swear by those, uh, lack of a better word here, a repository of information, they've had good experience, but a lot of people, you know, just like there's a lot of people that rely on Yelp for restaurant views, and there's, there's many, 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 many people that don't use Yelp at all. I mean, so... Again, I think it's uh, I think Angie's list has a certain audience. You know what I mean? Uh, you can't I mean, deny that. Some, we do some with Angie's list just because of yeah. the reviews and stuff. Yeah, and so we have a large pest control company in Norwood, and they they use Angie's list too. Um, you know, they've been doing it for a long time. Um, again, it's an audience. You got to understand it's it's not a panacea or anything like that, but it is. It does represent portion of the demographics in your area and if you feel or you see that you get a you get some interest in that in that area then uh, by all means I would, hard, I would be present hard, hard to measure because they don't really give you good tracking yeah Darren, aren't they the ones that we had the big problem with with the moving company yeah because the, uh, his ads were um, you know basically well, they took, there out, was they took big, all the links didn't they take out all the links to the to the well there was sites? a yeah there was a link but it was like uh, way hidden and uh, it was you almost had to hunt for it so the big call to action to go directly to the website and uh, make your conversion that went away and they were essentially forcing people to convert there on Angie's list and Angie's list would then send the referrals to uh, to you the business owner instead of uh, sending them to the website where that person would then convert from there. So 
that was a huge thing. And uh, we had a, a mover that was, <laughs> he had a, he had a, you know, a couple of great years. And then after Angela's list changed that, I mean, it, it was a really good source of leads for him until then. Then it went to shit. Yeah, you got to keep shifting. Yeah, I think I think any any um, avenue rich where there's a return for you, I think it, you know, as long as it's cost effective, I think you should do it. Um, it's just that not every avenue works for every business. You know what I'm trying to say? And then determining what ones are working for you, like, like you've always liked Home Advisor, right? I mean, you've used them for a long time. Oh right? no, I, I I use them. I still do, but I only have a budget of like two or three hundred dollars. Because I think the elite started getting worse and worse, and I just wanted yeah, to keep it because you, it had a lot of reviews on it. Again, so yeah, so I mean, you've learned over time how to manage it. I think I think Angie's list is the same type of thing. As long as you're getting something out of it that is measurable to you, um, then it makes sense. You know what I mean? Again. I don't think there's any repository out there, you know, like a vertical service or a directory or anything like that where it's the one-stop shop for everyone. Like, believe it or not, not everybody, everybody uses Google, you know, tons of people use Google for searches. You know, probably three-quarters of the population uses Google for searches. But that doesn't mean it's everybody, you know, and 25% of the population still represents a good, you know, 75 million in the United States. <laughs> so, so you got to, you know, that's the thing I'm going for, that that could be very significant, you know what I mean? Um, so understanding who's not using it and what they're using, et cetera, you know, some of those people that are not using Google, you know, what are they doing? Um, again, and there might be people in a certain demographic that, that aren't good for your business. They're not really potential customers. But it could, it could be the opposite. So it's like the those things make sense. You know, the way you've gone about your marketing over time is you keep digging and digging and digging and experimenting and experimenting, et cetera. You're never satisfied, which is great. You're always looking for ways to get, to get incremental improvement. So to me, Angie's List for your type of business probably makes sense at some level. You know what I mean? Just based on what I know about Angie's List. At the same time, if you put too much money into Angie's List, you're going to feel like you did with HomeAdvisor. You know what I mean? It's 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 going to have yeah. diminishing returns because there's only a certain segment that uses it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see see what happens. We just renewed, so you have to renew for a whole year at a time. Yeah. Yeah. I hate doing that. It's a hell of a lot better than what Yellow Pages used to do to you, making you renew for two years at a time. Yep. It's, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm doing six grand with them. Yellow Pages? No, oh, no. Angie's List. Damn. Probably comes out to, what, 500 a month, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, so again, it's a proportional... You know, I, I mean, your business has been growing, Rich. You've had two 30%-plus growth years out of the last three, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, good Lord. I mean, again, I think you keep the fact that you keep reaching and digging and experimenting. I think it's a good thing. So my answer to you is 
anything that works for you is a good idea, just as long as it works for you in a positive return versus becoming a, something that's sucking time and money out of you that's not, that, 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 where the return is diminishing over time. What, what are you usually trying to hit, like a 3 to 1 uh, ROI on, on your marketing dollar? So what if I you can say, do is I want I want my leads to cost me, um, you know, like under thirty 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 five dollars. That's the way I yeah. look at it. Yeah, that's the way you got to look at it. You got to know your cost, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you know your closing rate on right. You know your closing rate on leads, right? You know whether you, if you get a hundred leads, you, thirty of them might turn into business or twenty, whatever the number is. So you know that so you can back yeah. into the cost. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we don't do a a, a real um, analytical thing on it, but but we know we're closing twenty twenty five anyways, twenty five percent. You know, we got other clients that, you know, they want their cost to lead to be 25 bucks, 35 bucks, 45 bucks, depending on what it is. And some of them are national and they and they are getting thousands and thousands of conversions. So everybody's, everybody, you know, at some point they understand, you know, what, what makes sense for their business. And, you, and all you really got to do is look at, you look at your sales growth, but you look at your profitability margins, right? You look at your your profitability and say, which direction is that going? You know what I mean? It's, it's okay, like, like if I, if I, if I do a million and I have a 40% margin and I have, say, a gross profit of 400000 all right, great. Now, if I increase it to $1.5 million, but my gross margin goes to 550 instead of 600 it's still something I'm going to continue to do because my gross profit's increasing. You know what I mean? It's hard to sit there and grow your business and expect the gross margin percentage to stay stay the same. It's going to go down a little bit. You just don't want it to go down dramatically at the price of growing your business. You know what I'm trying to say? Now, if you can find... Yeah, and you can it's, find it's app- interesting because, you know, a lot of our expenses stay the same. Yeah, yeah. Our office staff yeah. and you know, my, my labor cost goes up. But it's all percentage. You guys pay for gasoline and stuff like that. I mean, you guys, they they take A1 trucks, right? What's that? The guys that work for you, do they they each have like an A1 truck or do they take their own trucks, their own vehicles? No, no, it's our trucks. Yeah, so you you got that expense. You got the thing that could vary could be, you know, fuel expense, maintenance expense of the trucks if they break down, those types of things. But, yeah, your labor goes up if, you know, if you got to schedule one guy for 30 hours of jobs and then the business goes up, he's getting, he, everybody's getting 40 hours of jobs, then obviously your, your labor expense is going to go up. But so is your gas expense, your fuel expense, your maintenance expense. But those things are usually incremental. They're not usually something that's going to grow up right. dramatically. Yeah, those things. Yeah. doesn't matter. We, See, the so good. Yeah, the problem we run into on our side is we pay overtime, right? Overtime is time and a half, right? So overtime becomes a significant expense. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. See, my guys get paid by the job. Yeah. Yeah, we can't, in our space with software and, and creatives and programming, web design, you know, it would be tough to do that. Yeah. Be tough to do that and have a real team, a real company, you know what I mean? 
that at that point, you know, you're going to be bidding against people. Like you, there's a bunch of websites you can go on and hire people to do logo designs, creative designs, and they'll and you oh, can yeah. get some real low. You get some real low prices, but those people, man, they're just, <laughs> you can't count on them tomorrow if they find something else that's <laughs> more lucrative. So, so you know, we do the benefits, all that stuff. They have a secure job. They get they get good pay. But at the same time, I mean, in order to, they, the, the overtime theoretically goes up when our business, when our demand goes up. So theoretically, you know, we still improve from a gross margin dollar standpoint, but we, we go down from a gross margin percent standpoint. Yeah, that's got to be tough to manage because... Oh, it's a free-for-all. You're, you're certain, business, certain, certain clients are just abused. Certain clients just abuse the heck out of... Like, we have some large clients that work directly with some of our guys because over time they've, they've, they've serviced that account, and we got some clients that will just abuse them. I mean, literally, i got to step in and say, all right, you can't work on this right now. We need two days. Cause you gotta <laughs> call, them on the week- do, you know? call them on the weekends and shit. <laughs> Good Lord. We used, to, you know, we used to be seven days a week, but as we started to get older and we were more established, and, you know, we, we realized, hey, we can't be seven days a week. We've got to have balanced life. We're at least going to be able to pull way back on the weekends. But some of our clients, they never adapt. <laughs> They didn't adapt with that. They just keep hammering on the weekend. And I want to send out these three email blasts tonight at 7 o'clock. I'm like, hey, it's Saturday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. People, I don't have people sitting around waiting at their desk to work on stuff like this. They're off, you know what I mean? Um, but we have people yeah. that the, the longer you're with them, some of them, and the, the more we let the team work directly with them, the more they try to, you know, take advantage of those 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 connections. And that's where the overtime really starts to pile up. I mean, we had... We had to tell some of these guys at one time, all right, overtime is great because our business is growing like crazy, but, you know, when things when things flatten out or you go through a little bit of a lull, then the over, overtime can't keep keep it happening, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, do you guys take on new stuff? Yeah, we take on new clients, but it's a very selective process. I mean, it's like um, like we don't have any lead generation services, you know what I mean? We get, we our best clients come from someone either who really wants our services and finds us or someone that's referred to us. Um, you know, we, we've been around too long to just take on any client that's looking for, quote, web marketing because a lot of them just have no idea what they want and they don't want to pay for it. You know what I mean? That's that's a tough road to go down, try to educate people. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to waste a lot of time trying to educate people on what value is, you know what I'm trying to say? Um, so it's a selective it's process, but yes. You know, it's difficult for the though. consumer because they don't know what they're getting. Well, here's the thing. We got um, we have a good uh, base of chiropractors right now where we had one guy started with us, you know, I don't know, four or five years ago maybe. Um, and we've done all sorts of things with him. I mean, like all sorts of things. And he is, uh, his business has been, you know, doing great working with us, and he's referred us to other chiropractors. Well, we're starting to get... Those chiropractors referring us to other types of businesses too, um, and we just got a major, major client for us down in Texas that's doing stuff with stem cell therapy and this and that. And literally, she was referred to us by multiple sources, including people that we've just consulted in the past and helped them out and answered their questions. Um, so it's not difficult if you have connections and contacts and things like that and you have people that ha- that are working with us that where it really works it's not difficult what, what's difficult for the consumer is if they have to go in blind you know what i mean like someone finds us on the internet or 
or they get like one referral from us at some level and then they want you know to do all these different things like we have a customer in california who's a large massage for pain relief company big pretty pretty big but this guy is crazy you know what i mean he's crazy um he's just he's he's crazy um but we're working with him so it's 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 not just difficult on the consumer side it's difficult on our side too because you know certain people you know these people that say like you know like uh you know i want a five hundred thousand dollar house but i want to pay 120k for it you know what i'm trying to say i mean there's people out there yeah. that like that they nickel and dime every little thing and think everything's included hey i'm doing seo you guys can you uh what do you mean there's a limit to how many pages you can do can you just seo in my entire 1000 page site <laughs> i say it's like you know it, again there's just people that just the certain personalities that just take, take, take. I we try to avoid that type of stuff. Uh, what do you say, personalities or nationalities? I said personalities, but you can uh, <laughs> you can expand it any way you want. Yeah. I mean, you killed it, Rich. You killed it, man. You like we got we got Indian. you know. Yeah, we got clients. We got clients that are in the home service business and other things, and you know. And you know, like you know, Paul Oliveri does. He does mods of home construction and stuff like yeah. that. He deals with people that don't have a clue on what they want, what it takes to build a house or buy a house. You know what I mean? He's got some of those. He gets a lot of those. I mean, we got other people with pest control that you know they want a service plan, and then they they sell them a service plan to protect against you know termites and carpenter ants. And next thing you know, they got a freaking football sized you know yellow jacket nest in their in their one of their voids in their in their roof or something and they think everything's covered you know what i mean what do you mean we already have a plan you got yeah but you, you know you know what i mean you, you know what i'm trying to say people people yeah. you just like it's the consumer is so uh, a lot of consumers are just so uneducated and then they think everything they get everything for nothing you know what i mean those those people are tough to deal with no matter what business you're in you know what i mean you know what i mean Hey, did they you hear from the, the internet? They ruined the internet too because they're. Still doing Kenny? You know Kenny's in serious trouble, right? With what? Well, the guy, his wife, uh, him, his wife finally got divorced. Oh, they are. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. No, she, she, she turned into a bad alcoholic. Not only that, dude, she freaking robbed him blind. You know how he used, he used to give her money each month to pay the bills. Yeah. She didn't pay the bills. She didn't pay the bills. She took the cash and she hoarded the cash, dude. He he he's selling all his property. He's selling his home. Um. He's in tough shape, man. He 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 had all these things coming after him for like liens and collections and this and that because his wife wasn't paying anything. She she had a plan in place. I don't know for at least the last year, being the alcoholic and this and that. And I feel bad for him, man. He's 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 doing what he can do, but man, he's he's way way behind financially. You know, between you and I, we're floating his business right now on our side, trying to help him out. Yeah, we he owes me. He owes me, Rich. I'm not kidding you. He owes me more than ten thousand bucks. Jeez. Again, but you know, I understand. You know, he, he shares every little thing. Again, 
Darren and I got in this business because we like helping people. That was why the business took off because we genuinely like helping people, you know, grow and and succeed and stuff like that. That's why we got in this business, right? And nothing's really changed. And if someone's a, you know, if they're good people and, you know, we have another client that's a large, large um, company that's had a little bit of a slowdown. And in the seven years with us, they've had slowdowns twice. And, you know, they come to us and say, hey, can we, cut, can we cut the fee in half for three months or four months? And we work with them. You know what I mean? We don't – we'll work with them. We'll do things at that time to try to keep the momentum going because we don't want their leads to, to, to go down either if they're already slow. You know, and it always ends up being rewarding, you know what I mean, because then they'll come back to us. And, like, that, that one particular company, they, they opened a second company, and they came right to us and gave us all their work. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. we try to help people, you know, and – yeah, Kenny, you know, Kenny's he's a single guy with uh, you know, a little small crew. And you know, you know Kenny, I mean, he's he, he's semi crazy in some of his views and his perspective and oh, this yeah. and that, but but deep down he's got a good heart. You know what I'm trying to say? No, he's a nice enough guy. Yeah. He means well. He means well. He just he's, he just gets in his own way, in his own you know, his wife was not a good thing for him, you know what I'm trying to say? And it took uh, a lot of destruction for him to finally see it, you know. I had talked to him years ago. I had, I had talked to him years ago, and I was like, Kenny, I, you got to get away from her. <laughs> the stuff that she was doing years ago. I mean, but you can only, you can only listen. You can only, you can only give people your opinion, and if they don't want to listen, they're not going to listen. So, I mean, that's as far as I can go with it. You know, what I'm trying to say, I give my opinion, you know, and that's it. Yeah. But, you know, you've been. You you know you you know through your own experiences that you know the things that you've gone through personally, the things that you've witnessed with your close friends or family, whatever, and you know there's high probabilities that when you see certain signs of things, that there's a high probability it's going to turn out the same way. The problem is if that person hasn't gone through it before, they got to learn the hard way. You know what I mean? Same thing with your kids, right? the same thing your kids you know they're going down the road you're like hey this is not going to go well you better stop and rethink this but yet they oh no no i got it i got it. you know what i mean it, people gonna learn things the hard yep. way yep yeah yep. yeah people right, do the same thing over and over again it's amazing yep. insanity yep. yep all right rich you want to get this thing knocked yep. out you gotta okay, call some people go. back i think yep. too right okay all right, <clears throat> you guys ready? Yep. It's time once again for the Crackman Podcast, hosted by A1 Foundation Crack Repair. I'm Darren Kincaid, and I'm here with the Crackman himself, Rich Commerce. Rich has 30 years of experience in the construction industry with over 20 years as president and founder of A1 Foundation Crack Repair. This podcast provides expert basement waterproofing, concrete repair, and preventative maintenance tips for homeowners and businesses. A1 Foundation's valuable insight will help avert the disaster of a flooded basement, health problems in water infiltration, and protect your biggest investment, your home. The topic of today's podcast, why am I noticing new cracks in my foundation walls after all these years? So, Rich, there you are, living in your dream home, and after emerging from your winter slumber on a beautiful spring day, you notice new cracks on your foundation walls. Why would that happen? Well, it's interesting you bring that up. Um, we've been getting, oh, I can think of in the past few weeks, probably about three calls in reference to that. And um, what's happened is during the winter, the ground freezes, 
And when the ground freezes, the ground has water in it, moisture, it freezes and it pushes against the foundation. And then when it pushes against it, it causes a crack. You can understand, concrete's strong if you push down on it. Not quite as strong if you push push on it, not going down, but to, on the side of it. And that's why people are emerging from from this winter and seeing that there's new cracks in the foundation that they have. All right, so is this something you need to worry about? Well, I always say worrying is a fool's insurance. Um, what happens is water's going to get in there. We don't know when. And if water gets in there, it's going to freeze, and it's going to open it up more and more. So it's a good idea to get it taken care of before water gets in there, freezes, and allows more water to get in there and start to get mold and mildew and cold air coming in. And it's a great place for insects to come up that bore, that eat wood. So, so this could be... Go ahead, say it again. To answer your question, it's a good, it's a good, good thing to get taken care of. So this could start off as like a surface crack, right, and then uh, get more serious as time goes on. Yeah, and that most of the time concrete cracks, it doesn't just go part way; it goes all the way through, from the top to the bottom, and from the one side, from the inside to the outside. So. That's that's what people are seeing right now. Well, very interesting, Rich. Thanks for explaining how new cracks could start appearing on a foundation wall after many years of no cracks. If you have a basement water problem and think you need a professional, or if you'd like more information on foundation crack repair and basement waterproofing topics, please visit a1foundationcrackrepair.com or call Rich at 866-929-3171 or email Rich at info at a1foundationcrackrepair.com. Thanks for listening and keep that basement dry break all right very cool i think that uh pretty much covered it got it you got it joe okay right. so did we do we solve the world's problems <laughs> i think we did i think joe, joe still muted well but, uh, tell you kenny's wife i remember when i used to do home shows yeah and towards the last home shows that i did Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.